0: Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a
1: plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man.
0: Hey, everybody, welcome into Plan with the Tax Man, and this is our final podcast of 2020. We have made it all the way to the end of this cookie year. Well, almost anyway. Tony and I are doing this about two weeks before the year actually ends, but with the holiday season and all that kind of stuff, this will be our final podcast. And we are going to talk about some things that drives advisors crazy on this show. And actually, some of these probably drive uh, clients crazy as well. And we'll get into that in just a second. But Tony, welcome in, my friend. How are you?
1: I am good. I'm getting ready for the holidays. Looking forward to it. It's it's going to be a little different this year. A little different. Yeah. Can you, we've made it though. We're here, right? Made End
0: of it. the year. Yeah. Any, uh, yeah. any major plans or probably not, right? Trying to keep it subdued, I guess.
1: We are this year, you know, we're, we're actually still going to get together at a, a small family, but it's not going to be the big, uh, right. you know, shindig that it normally is. Gotcha. Yeah. Which I think is probably the, the case for most, but you know, we, we're, we're fortunate because all of us are in the same city. So oh, okay. yeah. we're able to, you know, easily do that. Gotcha.
0: Well, you know, this is our thirty-sixth podcast, so we've uh, I've had a good year with you. It's been a lot of fun. Hopefully, we've shared mm-hmm. some useful nuggets of information with folks. And expectations, Tony, are often really important when working with an advisor, and an advisor working with a client. Those relationships, that back and forth. Setting expectations is a good thing. And I think we should do that for ourselves going into 2021 as well. Uh, So many of us are so ready to see this year end, but I don't want us to go into it thinking as soon as that ball drops that somehow everything gets better, right? Yeah. Um, It's a lovely notion, but we're going to be contending with this for a while in 2021 as well. So uh, setting some good expectations, I think, is good in that respect, as also when it comes to our retirement dreams and our retirement goals, uh, expectations are always good. So, Uh, With that said, let's talk about – let's have a little fun. Let's finish up the year here with some things that drive you guys crazy – uh, mm-hmm. in the industry. And there's no industry without flaws, right? And, and financial yeah. services is certainly no exception. So I got a couple of ones here that folks might find interesting that it drives you guys as just as much nuts as it drives us uh, on the other side of the desk. So for mm-hmm. example, hidden fees, we don't like them. We don't want to, you know, we don't like finding out that there's fees we're paying that we didn't really know about. And I'm sure you guys don't really enjoy having to explain why they're, it's almost like cell phone charges. Sometimes some of those fees right. that we can't, there's nothing that can be done about them.
1: And sometimes there's not, depending on, on what type of what it is, yeah, you know, and, and what it is. And insurance products, you know, a policy, long-term care policies, you know, they, they're, they're just not sold without that. But I think it's a good question clients ask. For us, it's a no problem because we're fee only. So, it you know, we're just advisory fees. And mm-hmm. so, you know, the way we describe it is there are no hidden fees. The fee is just like you pay us for a tax return or us for advice or your attorney for advice, it, it's usually set mm-hmm. and, you know, you either decide it, is, is that acceptable or, or it isn't and you find value in that or not, but it is hard for clients, you know, when they find out later, uh, you know, and, and I, I don't think clients ask enough on, on fees, you know, I think they're kind of scared to mm-hmm. yeah. maybe insult us and it's not an insult, you know, it's not an insult. I think that's a fair question. It's no yeah. different than asking, you know, what you're buying your groceries for, you know, you're looking at the price. <laughs> but, you know, the thing with hidden fees, and I'll give you a quick example. I had a, an older lady just called me yesterday. She's a tax client, mm-hmm. not a financial client. And she says her advisor is advising, and she's 87 years old. Okay. Advising her, she's got a single premium deferred annuity. It's coming due, and he wanted to give her another one for seven years. And I said, well, she didn't know what that meant. I said, what that means is, is you know, you're going into another annuity. You've got new surrender charges if that's okay with you at your age, you know, that it's fine. You're not going to see anything. But if you needed more liquidity than it, ought, you know, it had, you're going to be paying a penalty. But again, those are some of the things that's kind of a hidden fee that it sounds to me like he didn't really explain to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, and, and you want to get that. And sometimes, again, you know, we all deserve to be paid for, for what we're doing. I'm not I'm trying to say that, but you want to make sure that you understand the fees you're paying and why you're paying them. It's really what it comes down to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so going through the conversation, sometimes it's not the most fun and it certainly drives advisors crazy as well. But it uh, has to be done, whether it's, you know, the fee, you know, mutual fund fees or whatever the case is, go through and kind <laughs> of talk about some of those. Um, okay. How about uh how about advisors well, maybe sort of to that conversation that you just brought up yes. who put their own goals ahead of clients. Now, I don't know if advisors is the right word here, Tony. Maybe this is really more broker-based and again, not trying to bash anything, but there is suitability versus fiduciary and sometimes, you know, fiduciaries have to put their clients' needs ahead where exactly. suitability does not.
1: It does not, and I I think that that's the troubling part that I think clients struggle with is that sometimes they assume that all advisors are going to have their best interest at heart. Mm -hmm, And, and, and generally they do. I mean, uh, I'd say 90%. Yeah. 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 I mean, generally that happens. However, you know, along with the hidden fees, I don't like it. It drives me crazy because I like to be very transparent because I I don't want the client thinking that number one, there's some sort of fees. I have to be held to the fiduciary duty being a CFP. Right. And so, uh, you know, you would just think that everybody ethically would would always do that, but you know, uh,
0: we assume that in all walks of
1: life, right? But really it really do. It is what it and is. Yeah, it's uh, it does drive you crazy, especially if you see something that somebody brings in front of you, and it's really just kind of you're just saying, "Wow, I you know that's really not in your best interest." You know, yeah. mean, it really yeah. isn't. I don't like to I don't ha- like to bash other advisors or or broker or even any salespeople. There, you know, as long as they've explained it and, and there's a need for the product it might very well be worth the money. But uh, it does drive you crazy when you see somebody really trying to take advantage of something. Yeah, and I think
0: nine times out of 10, that is typically the case. Most folks are hardworking just trying to do a good job for their clients. But there's always that bad apple or, or, or even that person to just, really didn't realize that uh, it's just not communicating well. And we'll get to that one in just a second, actually. yeah, um, I'm going to lump three and four here together, because I think they could really just kind of go hand in hand. And for the interest yeah. of time, that'll work well. Basically, I've got cookie cutter, uh, one size fits all plans, and big companies who push products. And I think I those two, to me, kind of go together, because you often will see that uh, big box outlets, no matter what it is, whether it's retail, you know, electronics right. or clothing or even financial products, Sometimes, you know, the powers that be say, hey, product X is what I really want us moving, you know, for this quarter. So often people will get jammed into a one size fits all plan that really maybe doesn't take all the things that they truly need into account because they're trying to meet quotas.
1: Yeah. And I mean, the big companies do it. And, you know, you got to lump some of the the investment companies in there as well. And they do, you know, they, they make it sound like that, well, if you just do this, you, you'll be okay. Right. And uh, most of the time you might you might be, especially if you've got a long-term time frame. but mm-hmm. doesn't take into account the nuances of you specifically. And especially, I, I think that what drives us crazy as advisors on this is that bigger companies and, and some people in the profession think, well, the one size fits all if you just do this. And, and we're out there saying, well, not necessarily. You know, uh, you, you want some personal advice, and handholding and help through this journey rather than just, you know, a cookie cutter type of thing and, and, uh, hoping that it works. And I think the other thing, what, what, what they don't realize is even if you have something that's not working, you got to have somebody in there saying, all right, this isn't working. We got to pivot a little bit. We got to, we got to change and we got to, you know, make if your goals have changed, then this may not be, be suitable anymore for you.
0: Well, it's like anything too. Sometimes people, there's certain industries. I still feel like me personally, certain businesses and certain types of things that you're dealing with in your own life where you want a bit more of that personal touch where you want to be looked at as more, well, more of a person versus a number, right? You know, client number, you know, you know, (laughs) 3,212 type of thing. Right. Uh, And so sometimes I think there's different industries where that smaller, you know, if you go into a place to cut your hair and it's one of these chain places, yeah, you might get to know the person's name that you might pick a person that you see on the fairly regular, but often it's anyone who's available is going to take you and cut your hair versus having that one person that, you know, going to the quote unquote barber, right. Who uh, you're jaw jacking with and they know your life and they're asking you about your kids and you know, all those kinds of things. And we get, you know, we can get doses of that. I'm not saying that, you know, some of these big boxes places don't do some of that, but I think there's a, for me anyway, there's a personal aspect and a personal touch sometimes with not that cookie cutter, big box thing, but more of that individualized, you know, Specific treatment for my unique situation. Exactly. Uh, Okay. Uh, Now, I said before, I was going to tie this one back up to the advisors who maybe put their own goals ahead of clients. And I said, you know, most of the time, that's people are trying to do a good job. But maybe in the instance when that doesn't happen is because of buzzwords or jargon. Uh, Often, I think any industry, no matter what it is, you guys have sayings and words and things that you use on the regular. And you talk about them and you maybe say those with clients, sometimes not realizing that we're just not keeping up because you're so used to doing it. You're not trying to talk down or over someone's head, but it just is, you know, par for the course in what you do on a daily basis. And so there's some disconnect there sometimes. And it also can be frustrating for those advisors, unfortunately, who do take that and kind of make it, hey, look how smart I am.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And and we it does drive us crazy. And it, I know for most advisors, they really try to, and so do I, you know, pay attention to, you know, making what we talk about so that the average person can understand. People don't want to hear. <laughs> I, I always say, it really, it, it's really all about the client. Everybody cares about themselves, you know. Right. They don't want to hear from us how much we know. They want to hear from us how much we can help them and how to help them in, in, the, in a way that they can understand and feel good with. And I think it goes to the next topic. The, you know, on our list here, which is plans that consist of, you know, 25 pages <laughs> of very detailed charts and graphs and things like that, that, you know, after about the fourth or fifth page, the client yeah. really doesn't understand and and probably just saying, I, I don't know if this is going to help me or so, not.
0: And, so you mean a financial plan doesn't have to be like war and peace, you know? <laughs> I, I don't,
1: I try not to make them that way. I try to limit it to four book. pages Okay. and, you know, here's our major goals. Here's what we're going to do. And of course, you know, we, we can get more elaborate as we get going, but at least the start, you know, very basic, most of our clients are at or near retirement and the ones that are younger, you know, we start with a very simple plan. Here's your goal and we're going to work backwards and, and here's how we're going to do it. But yeah, to to get all that research and some of those charts and goals and the, and most of it's handled by software now anyway, you know, so even us, you know, we, we can't explain half of it, half the time. Yeah, I think it's I think it's overkill and I I don't think it does anything to help the relationship and, and the average, you know, yeah. person at all. Yeah.
0: That's uh, a great point. You know, I, I was uh, talking with somebody about that and I mentioned the War and Peace comment, you know, Tolstoy's War and Peace is twelve hundred yeah. pages, you know <laughs> <laughs> or your mortgage, right? So I mean we at yeah. some point when we're doing a mortgage, uh, they used to be they've gotten definitely smaller for sure. But you know, years ago you think back, you know, the eighties or nineties, you go to do your mortgage and it was like it seemed like you were there for hours you know, signing papers. It wasn't that long, but it certainly felt like it. So many pages. And I think that's a great point, whether it's buzzwords or jargon or just overly complex plans. At some point, the layperson just is going to fuzz out. And they do. Yeah. That's, why they're, that's why we're turning to you guys as professionals to say, okay, you know, I like to use the car analogy. I don't need to know how to take the combustion engine apart. I know enough mm-hmm. to know how the car works, right? Yeah. Right. I know to put the oil in it. I know to put gas in it. I know to check my tires. I know the basics the nuts and bolts and the really dissecting, you know, the problems, the diagnostics of my car, I'm going to leave to you. Yeah. Same kind of and way. I,
1: it's, it's the same, same logic. You know, exactly. You know, and, and at the end of the day, you know, you, you've got to be the driver of the car or the, or the captain of the ship, even with your plan, because yep. in the day, you know, it, it's your plan your plan. and you know, you got to make sure that, you know, you're on track, but you're, you're leaning on other people to, you know, fill in the gaps the stuff that you don't want to know and you, and you don't care to know. And, I think sometimes we in the industry get a little too enamored with, you know, look at our software, look at all these things we can do, you know, and like you said, you know, if, if they wanted to go do all that, there's plenty of resources out there nowadays that you can do all that on your own. They're, they're not coming to us for, you know, to wow them like that. Anyway. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's going to do it. That's going to wrap up our things that drive advisors crazy. And some of those drive us crazy as well. And maybe the final one would be, uh, you know, something as simple as, hey, what do you think is going to happen with the market? Right. You know, do you think the mar- <laughs> it's like, again, you know, who knows? Right. It's, it's so fickle. You know, there's indicators. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. So, uh, you know. Advisors are folks too. They're just doing their job. They're just trying to do the best they can, and I think often that's the case for many people. And uh, it's certainly an industry where you can still get definitely get a lot of value. And that's really, I think, what it comes down to, Tony, is what is the value that you're receiving for the fees or whatever it is that you're, you know, putting into it for the services that you're getting, right?
1: That's it. I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's what it's about. If if you can't find value in it, you know, it doesn't matter what the fee is because you know you're just going to be you're not going to be happy with it right? but yeah. i think with today and the technology we we have i think advisors still can provide value and get people to their goals uh, you know either on a tax advantage basis mm-hmm. or on a risk basis you know and you just got to uh you know keep that in mind when you when you're talking to advisors well
0: i th- you sometimes say things like well, let me put my tax hat on for this one and i think you know yes the technology that's there for a lot of different things, but where, to me anyway, and this is my opinion, where advisors really come through is the, the sounding board of that other person. You guys have seen so many different things, and you wear so many hats. Whether it's a counselor, whether it's tax advice, whether it's you know just an ear. Uh, to listen to to say here's what I'm thinking about is this a good or a bad idea and having that sounding board to relay uh, back to the client why what they're thinking is a great idea or not right. a great idea yeah. you're just not going to get that from the technology you know a robo advisor is you, you know you put it in and it's just going to execute uh, that's right executes yeah yeah there's no real give and take in that so I think that's a great place for us to finish up this week on the podcast it's a great way for us to finish up the year uh, here in 2020. Uh, Again, we'll be back with more episodes starting in 2021. So if you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, consider doing so. We'd certainly appreciate it. You can find it at Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartStitcher, so on and so forth. Many platforms, uh, most phones, smartphones nowadays already have a lot of these podcasting apps pre-installed. So for example, if you're an Apple user, uh, you probably have Apple Podcasts already right there on your phone. Just tap the app, open it up. Type in in the search box plan with the tax man. You'll find the app that way and you can subscribe to it. I believe it's the heart button or whatever it is. It uh, does that and that'll give you future episodes as they come out. You could also find all of it at Tony's website and make it pretty simple for you. Plus, there's a lot of good tools, tips and resources there as well at yourplanningpros.com. That is yourplanningpros.com to talk with Tony Morrow and his team. And Tony, thank you so much, my friend, for your time. And and I've enjoyed chatting with you this year, had a lot of fun and learned quite a bit. And uh, hopefully we'll do more of that next year.
1: Absolutely. Everybody have a great holidays and stay safe, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Stay safe and sane. That's been my motto all this year. That's right. (laughs) So (laughs) we'll keep at it. You folks have a wonderful holiday season. Tony and I will see you in 2021 here on Plan with the Tax Man.
1: Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment Advisory Services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance Services offered through Avantax Insurance Agency.